Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and today's episode is on one of my absolute favorite topics. Today, we're talking about virtual summits. We've had a couple other episodes on virtual summits, and they are linked up in the show notes. So for today, I want to break down the tech you'll want to get working together to have a fully functioning summit. A quick clarification before we get into the tech. There are a few schools of thought on what makes a summit. So for the purposes of this conversation, we're talking about pre-recorded interview or lecture style summits that are consumed on a website rather than on Facebook or YouTube and that are free to attend for a limited time. These summits also always offer an extended access to the summit content through the all access pass or some other purchasable digital entity, basically somewhere that people can access the summit content and usually a lot of bonus content long after the free viewing is no longer available. So also for communication with these types of summits, we are talking about using an EMS. Again, an EMS is an email management system. And also we are generally speaking, having conversations going on and um, community aspects of things going on inside a Facebook group. So getting to the tech, we're going to start with the end in mind. All summits need to lead the attendees somewhere. It is vitally important to know the customer journey. So are you going to lead your attendees to a course or to a membership or to maybe a group program or a done for you service? There are so many places that we can lead our summit attendees to. So it is super helpful to know what's next. And as long as what's next includes some kind of content delivery, it'll make it way easier to figure out how and where to set up the paid access portal. Because realistically, you want your extended access, all access pass to sit in the exact same place as these purchasers are going to be going for other products, for your membership, for your group content, for your course content, whatever it might be. If they have fewer sign-ons, it's going to just be so much easier. So your paid access portal is the first platform you'll really want to nail down. You may choose to use a WordPress site with some kind of learning management software or a membership plugin or a standalone platform like Thinkific and MemberVault. We talk about those a lot on the podcast. I think that they are great, great options. The exact solution for your summit is something that you and me and the rest of the team will want to discuss to make sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. It's important to pick a platform that has the ability to grow with your business vision. Once that platform has been determined, other decisions will be far easier to make. These decisions may include the checkout or cart functionality and affiliate management utility. 
They'll also include the decision as to whether or not you're going to use Zapier, whether you need to update your EMS or other tools that are in your tech stack that aren't quite up for the job of supporting your virtual summit vision, like your website hosting. You might not have robust enough hosting to manage the volume of content and simultaneous access to your website. So these are all the little things that we need to figure out and clear up and make sure that they are in place. You know me, I strongly recommend using the best tool for each given task. And my personal favorite checkout tool is called Thrivecart. It's linked up in the show notes. And I like Thrivecart because it is a standalone utility that takes care of both the affiliate side of things and the sale of your product. It has integrations with a number of other tools and integrates with Zapier. So if the tool that you've chosen to use doesn't integrate directly with it, we've got Zapier to tie all the pieces together. And it lets your customer choose how they want to pay. As of the time of this recording, the options are PayPal, Stripe, Apple Pay, GPay, and Authorize.net, which really truly allows your customer to make that purchase easy. We are lowering their purchase barrier because they get to choose the format in which they want to pay. One of Thrivecart's superpowers is, of course, having affiliate management right inside their platform. I always recommend that the best place for your affiliate management to be is as close to the point of sale as possible. It's fewer hoops for things to go through than having an affiliate system that is closer to your content delivery. There is a lot more that Thrivecart can do, but that's really not the purpose of this episode. If you have payment functionality already in place, then you might not need Thrivecart or any new payment functionality. You may be able to use what you already have for your summit. At this point, we know the tools we are going to use to deliver the extended access pass, get paid for it, and where our affiliates are going to be tracked. So let's get to the most important part of your summit, the free summit that is for list building and for engagement and for getting the content out there. This is where your tech needs to be super solid because it is the first interaction many of your attendees are going to have with you, your brand, and your business. If we were building your business from scratch with this summit, then it would be pretty cut and dry what tools to use. I have those available in a nifty download on the show notes page. Actually, they are on the download page for episode number seven, which was the first time we talked about virtual summits here on the podcast. I have that linked up in the show notes today. So don't worry about trying to remember what number that is. Now, since you already have a business and a tech stack to contend with, let's not just add all of those recommended tools to your tech stack and call it good. That's just adding clutter. Let's be smarter about this. Hosting a summit might be a great time to clean out some of the tech tools that you are using and streamline the systems in your business. And let's use your EMS as an example. Your email marketing system is one component of your tech stack and virtual summit that needs to truly be in tip-top shape because it does a lot of heavy lifting. If the tool you're using right now doesn't have tagging capabilities, that is the first flag that might go up saying it might be time to move things. Another one may be if you don't feel that it's well organized and streamlined and you're lacking clarity when you go in there. 
See, your EMS is going to be responsible for keeping your summit attendees excited as the summit approaches and provide them links during the summit. And of course, guide them through whatever you've got on the heels of the summit and keep them engaged as long as they are interested in what you are providing. Email marketing is just that important. And especially with a summit, because you are sending so many emails over a short period of time, we want to make sure that the system truly supports that vision. Which is one of the reasons that I like EMSs that have tagging because it is a great built-in organization structure. And oftentimes you'll have less pre-cleanup to use your current EMS for your summit. It's just a matter of creating a series of tags that correspond to different parts of the summit and different ways that your attendees and purchasers interact with your email content. Let me dig into that a bit more. The more data we have about a given summit attendee, the better off you will be to help the exact right people find their way to the exact right next step with you and your business. With ActiveCampaign and probably other systems, but I'm most familiar with ActiveCampaign, there is something called site tracking available. With this functionality, you can actually see which attendees have visited which pages of your summit website. This is super powerful especially if we're agile in our approach to summit communication. It's far easier to start a conversation with an attendee when you know what has piqued their interest. And not to mention that it's crucial for a great experience to not sell to the already sold. What I mean by that is if someone has purchased your extended access, in my opinion, it is crucial to stop including them in the summit upsell emails. Instead, I recommend that you switch your communication from sales to nurturing. You want to nurture that relationship and help them to use the content that they have purchased. Help them get an incredible experience because that is going to do both of you a whole lot of good. It's as simple as that. I've worked on summits using a ton of different EMSs and they all work. I mean, I've used ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, Aweber, MailChimp, and Infusionsoft slash Keep. So if you are using one of those tools and using it effectively, your summit will most likely be able to run right from that tool. But if you think that you might need a tad of a cleanup already, I strongly recommend doing that cleanup before you start adding your summit to the tool. And if you don't feel confident that your EMS is going to support your summit vision, let's chat and we'll figure out the next best EMS step for you to take. Before we go too much further, I just want to share one of my big frustrations with some of the EMSs out there. And that is that the automations are not quite as flexible as we as summit hosts envision them to be. It's always going to be a give and take. Even my favorite system, Active Campaign, has a little bit of that give and take. Sometimes emails that are being sent out through an automation on Active Campaign, especially when you've got large numbers of attendees or people who are receiving your emails, can take 15 minutes or more to be fully distributed. What that means is that it's not the best strategy to send out emails at the top of every hour because it may end up being that someone gets an email 20 minutes after they were supposed to because you said send it at 10 o'clock, but the system took 20 minutes to get it out. 
Instead of sending at start time, I usually like to recommend sending an hour early and saying, we're live within the hour so that you can send at nine and know that all of your recipients will receive it before 10 o'clock. Now, the rest of the active campaign system is so good when it comes to summit uh, automation that I am willing to compromise on this little annoyance. All of the EMSs have something that is going to go into the negative column on a pro-con list. But in general, if you have a system that's working, stick with it. Yep, I hear that. You're thinking, okay, Jamie, enough with the EMSs. So let's move on. My friend and past podcast guest, Mark Wade, has a great software tool called Virtual Summit Software. It's a robust tool that puts your summit content at the forefront and takes care of a lot of the tech so that you don't need to hire a team. It is certainly a viable option, and I've got it linked up in the show notes, but it is not the tool that I generally use with my clients, mostly because my clients are wanting more customization than what is available in Mark's software. Feel free to check it out. It's a great option. And the link that's in the show notes is my affiliate link. And Mark and I would both appreciate you checking it out. Rather than using Mark software, my go-to is to build out your summit on a WordPress website using the Beaver Builder page builder. And this standalone WordPress website is the strong recommendation here. Whether your main business website is on WordPress or not, the flexibility of WordPress makes hosting a summit so much easier than any of the other platforms that I have seen. And standalone means that your summit is the only thing that lives within that WordPress installation. There's no blog, no services page, no nothing else. So it's completely clean and poised to present your summit content without distraction. And a page builder. That's mostly because it's so much easier to use the page builders to create the summit pages exactly how you want, then replicate them so that all the pages look 100% consistent with one another. Other than Beaver Builder, you might be considering Thrive Architect or Divi. I prefer Architect over Divi, but again, if you're using a certain page builder, use it because the most important thing is that you are comfortable with the tech Because when you're comfortable with the tech, it inherently is going to feel more confident for you to build your business upon that. These are always just my suggestions and my preferences, not a mandate. The next most important tool that you're going to need is your video host. For this, there is basically one feasible option, and that's Vimeo Pro. At the pro level, you can use their platform for business. At the free and plus levels, it is against their terms of service to use video in that way. And this leads to the question I often get, which is whether or not YouTube is also a viable option. Viable, technically, but recommended, certainly not. And that's because the playback experience is far better with Vimeo. You know, there are always new services coming up and a quick Google search of video hosting providers will give you some ideas of the other options that are out there. But truly, for the price and value, I believe you're not going to go wrong with Vimeo Pro. And with that, we've kind of covered all you need to host a virtual summit. WordPress for the summit website and session pages, Vimeo Pro for your video hosting, your EMS, a checkout mechanism, and a paid content portal. 
Of course, there are far more things that go into hosting a virtual summit than just the right tech tools. And that brings us right back up to the top of the episode where we dove into what's coming after the summit and positioning everything within that light. I see so many mentors and coaches and gurus tout summits as a great list building tool, and they are. But none of us are building a list for a vanity metric. We're building our lists to grow our businesses. And that's the exact reason why positioning and summit topic matters so much. You're the first to hear this. I am floating around a virtual summit idea for tech of business to host in early 2020. And while I have so many ideas as to what I could do with the summit, none of them matter if I don't know what I want to provide for my attendees after the summit wraps up. And for that, I have work to do. I do know the offer, but I haven't created it yet. I've proven it with one-on-one services. And before I can invest everything I need to into the summit, I need to first invest into translating this one-on-one service into the new form that makes sense to come on the heels of my summit. Because I know what I'm going to be offering, I am at the start of the cycle. I can pick a platform to house the new offer and that lays the foundation for how I'm going to implement my summit. The new offer is going to be housed on Member Vault and sold directly through Thrivecart. I want to be able to leverage the robustness of Thrivecart for affiliates and upsells and downsells and bumps and all that jazz. But again, that's totally for another episode. With that piece of the puzzle in place, Member Vault and Thrivecart, I now know that I'm going to be selling my summit extended access through Thrivecart as well and housing that content inside of Member Vault. It feels so good to be over six months away from the summit launch and already have an understanding of how it's going to come together. Another piece that I can feel confident about is that I'll continue to use Active Campaign for the summit. And looking at my Active Campaign account, there is some cleanup I'd like to do before we can get into summit promotion. I'll put that on the calendar so that it's complete long before the number of hours that I need to dedicate to my summit increases. And I could go on and on here on the podcast about the tech foundation for this summit, but I've realized that there's so much more I want to share about it. I am going to be going live on Facebook, sharing all of my tech decisions as I go through putting together this summit. Over on the show notes, there is a link to sign up to get notified when I'm going live with all these tech decisions. The first live will be in the middle of August and they'll be every week to 10 days. I haven't figured out the exact schedule yet, but if you are interested in watching me create this summit, from a tech perspective, from a decision-making perspective, make sure to hit up the show notes at techofbusiness.com forward slash 076 and sign up to be notified when I'm going to be going live. I love virtual summits and what they can do for businesses. I sincerely hope this episode is something that you've enjoyed and will come back to when you start to get an inkling that it's time to host your own virtual summit. You know I'm here for you, getting the exact right tech in place for your business goals. Next week, I've got a super fun conversation coming onto the podcast. And as always, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Tech of Business and book your call with Jamie to let me know what else you'd like to hear on the podcast. Thank you for listening. 
and I cannot wait to see your name pop up on that Facebook Live series. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.